It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. We're live at the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. We'll have Joe Fortenbaugh in just a minute. Make sure everybody is aware. If you hear Joe on this show every Friday, he's awesome. He has his own new show, or he and Amber Wilson do. Joe and Amber is now weekdays, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. So we'll bring him in in a second. What? Why are you laughing? I'm just still tickled by your Paul McCartney story. I cannot believe that actually happened to you while you were on vacation. I swear to you on anything that is holy to me that what I just described to you actually happened. So like when you mean like you passed him like on a walkway, like you mean yeah. like your feet, like shoulder to shoulder with Paul I mean, McCartney. We were, very, we, were, we were certainly close enough to touch each other. Yes, we, were just, we just crossed paths. And you know, here's the really tragic thing about it. Well, you know what? Let, let's not take up the time with Fortinball. Let's just set aside some time, and we'll dive okay. deeply into. We this. have questions because I, I and I and I and I don't have answers. <laughs> I, I don't like. I can't answer any questions about this. <laughs> it was so traumatic for me that when I tell you that it literally ruined. Let's bring Fortinball in on this, Joe. I don't know if you heard this, but like I had an encounter with my hero, with, with like my favorite person in the world, Paul McCartney. Well, I was on my vacation, and it didn't go well, and, 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 and exclusively my fault, to be clear. He did nothing wrong. No one around him did anything wrong. It was exclusively me who behaved like an idiot, and, and, and it, is, it sticks with me. Like I, it, it continues Joe Fortenbaugh to bother me. So um, far, there's nothing I've heard, Greeny, that would make me think that any of this is a surprise, to be completely honest with you. Uh, see, Was the big upset going to be that Paul McCartney embarrassed himself in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> Very well played for a man who knows a little something about upsets. Joe Fortenbaugh, our gambling specialist. I, I don't want to take up uh, any other of the time here so I can because I want to dive directly into these games with you because it's the last weekend of the season, which is always complicated for a variety of reasons because some teams have no, nothing to play for, others have everything to play for and then there is the added layer of course of everything that's happened in the NFL this week and and you just heard Christine Lisi in our sports center update providing what we've been talking about all morning the news is excellent you couldn't ask for better medical reports that are coming out of Cincinnati on DeMar Hamlin and that of course is more important than everything else put together having said that we get to the games this weekend now, let's just run through some of them tomorrow night titans jaguars on abc and espn winner wins the division how do we see that game i find myself leaning to tennessee plus the six and a half mike vrabel has nine days to get ready for this game mike vrabel in his career as the head coach of the tennessee titans during the regular season with nine or more days to prepare is nine and one straight up nine and one against the spread and he's beating the closing point spread by about 15 points per game he's incredible with extra rest now he's got a lot of injuries he's dealing with but Joshua Dobbs has another week in the system I thought he looked half decent against Dallas on about eight days of prep time since we joined the roster and he's got Derrick Henry at his disposal there's a low total in this game okay six and a half points in your pocket with a total of 62 is one thing with a total of around 40 like this game is it's completely different so I'm leaning the Tennessee here Greeny wow that that's a really interesting and and um 
insightful pick because I think the conventional wisdom is so overwhelmingly on the other side. But the number is the number. The other game tomorrow is uh, the Raiders and the Chiefs. Depending on what happens amongst the owners today, well, it's going to mean something to the Chiefs no matter what happens with the owners today. So, um, and the Raiders are playing out the string. Uh, what do we like in that game? The Raiders. This is a lot of points to cover for Kansas City. We ask so much of them every single week because the public loves to bet them and they win a lot of games. This is the seventh time this season, seventh time that they've been favored by nine or more points. This isn't the Pac-12. This is the NFL. Nine or more points in seven games. And guess what? They're 4-11-1 against the spread. All right, they're a great football team, but they're not great when it comes to beating the number. The Raiders showed some fight last week. I think they're going to show some fight again. They don't strike me as a team that's about to lay down. They've got a bad record, but they have been extremely competitive. I think they're three and seven in one score games or something like that. Nine and a half points at home. I'll take the Raiders here. Yeah, every game with them is close. If you had the. If you were getting this many points in every game this season, it feels like the Raiders would be unbeaten, right? I mean, they would be almost perfect against the number. Greeny and Joe Fortenbaugh again has his own radio show, Joe and Amber, uh, now weeknights here on ESPN Radio, 7 to 9 Eastern time. Let me go to Dolphins, Jets. I assume you've heard the news here. The Jets are starting Joe Flacco. Hembo, uh, I'm not 100% sure how that will impact the spread on all of this. I can't imagine it's favorably for the Jets um, because I can't imagine a worse circumstance than the Jets have at quarterback and the Dolphins have everything in the world to play for. How do we see this game, Joe? All right, let me work it through for you, and then I want to get your thoughts as a Jets fan. This oh. game originally opened Miami minus three, and then we found out that Skylar Thompson was going to start. So the line moved four and a half points to Jets minus one and a half. Now, at that point, you have to scratch your head and say, why are the Jets laying points on the road against a team that has something to play for when they have nothing to play for? They were just laying one and a half at Seattle last week, and they got the doors blown off them, and they had everything to play for in that game. Now they've got nothing to play for. So a couple tweaks happen, and then now all of a sudden it's back to Dolphins minus two. I would play Miami here. I know there's a ton of concern about Skylar Thompson. I get it. But do we really expect the Jets to show up? That's that's the handicap. The handicap is not the quarterbacks. It's about whether or not the Jets even bother to show up for this game. Do you think they're coming to play? No. And 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 I think the quarter <laughs> and I think I, I wouldn't underestimate the significance of the quarterback either. I don't I think Joe Flacco is going to be more risk averse. And I don't mean throwing interceptions. I mean getting hit at all. This could very easily be the last game of his career. And he is, he is walking off that field. I mean, he, he's not letting himself get hurt and get hit no matter what happens. So I, I think that the quarterback situation does factor into it as well. I mean, if, if I were playing this game, Joe, I would bet on the Dolphins and I would give however many points there are. How many? What did you say it is? Two and it's a half? Two. The Jets haven't scored a touchdown in a month. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking about? Uh, all right, Greeny and Fortinball, let me go through uh, one more, and then we'll get to the college game. Oh, Steelers. So the Steelers could wind up having a lot to play for this weekend. They need New England to lose. That's a weird – who knows what that game is going to be against Buffalo. They need the Dolphins to lose. You and I just both said we don't think that's going to happen. But the games will be played concurrently, so – The Steelers will have everything in the world to play for uh, hosting Cleveland. How do we like this game? 
And the thing is with Tomlin, like his teams don't lay down. Right, that's the right. thing. Like this is that it's as bankable as can be. They might not be the most talented this year, but I think they're what five and one over their last six. He's gotten them to play and he's gotten them to play well. If you want to bet in this game, I'd play under 40 total points. The secret here is Cleveland's defense. They were awful for most of the season. They've turned it on over the last six weeks. They're giving up just 14 points per game. That goes hand in hand with the Deshaun Watson experiment, which has so far been a bust. Five starts with Deshaun Watson. The team's averaging just 16.8 points per game and that's me being generous because I'm counting the Houston game where there were special teams touchdowns and defensive touchdowns that had nothing to do with the offense Pittsburgh with TJ Watt on the field the defense has been electric I think this is a very tight very low scoring <laughs> AFC North type of game late in the year under 40 total points all right yeah very good and then one more for you Joe Fortenbaugh again my gambling uh, expert extraordinaire national championship game is Monday night we know that Georgia TCU Bulldogs a heavy favorite no one expected TCU to be there no one expected them to beat Michigan and they pulled that off what numbers do we like in this game I'm going to lay the 12 with Georgia. It seems like it might continue to drop. I understand how well TCU has played. I've been a big fan of TCU this season. We've done quite well with them, but I'm going to play Georgia. I think the worst thing for TCU was the fact that Georgia pretty much lost that game to Ohio State last week. If Georgia had blown them out, it would have been a great spot for TCU. But instead, now you heard Kirby Smart after the game talking to Laura Rutledge. He looked like a guy who was A, relieved, and then B, ready to go back into the locker room and tear into his defense. That's what that struck me as. They are going to retool everything coming into this game. And you saw them stumble in a couple spots during the regular season. Missouri was a notable game. They came back later to take on that high-powered Tennessee offense, and they shut them down. I think the same thing is going to happen here. TCU was very fortunate against Michigan. All credit to them for making the plays, but are you going to have two pick sixes in this game? Are you going to hold Georgia to three of 15 on third and fourth down like you did Michigan? Are you going to have a situation where the refs call a Roman Wilson touchdown hmm. down at the one and then you get a fumble? Everything broke TCU's way. They deserve it. They deserve to be here. They've been fantastic. A wonderful story. But I do like Georgia minus the 12. I'd play the under here as well. I love it. All right, again, Joe, good luck with the new show. Joe and Amber, weeknights here on ESPN Radio. I, we look forward to that, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks a million, Joe. And good luck to you if you ever run in the Ringo Star. Hopefully you get a nice little makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh. I got the. You sound terrible, Greeny. I got the long bronc working here, and I'm trying hard. That was very well. Thank you, Joe. Joe Fortenbaugh, very good. Um, yeah, we got to come back and react to that a little more. There's a lot more to be said yeah, about I think it. So. Very quickly, our friends at AutoZone ask us to pick someone who was in the zone last night. In the Zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone with AutoZone. You know who was in the zone last night? Lori Markinen. Very quietly. Laurie Markinen is having an all-star season. He had his first career 40-point game. He dropped 49 last night in a big win over the Rockets. He became the first Utah player with 45 points and zero turnovers in a game since turnovers were first tracked, which was in the late 1970s. So you can't be any more in the zone than Laurie Markinen was last night, brought to you by AutoZone. Uh, we have numbers that suggest the Packers are a stone-cold lead pipe lock on Sunday night. We will get to that and, and with more on my encounter with a living legend and how extremely badly I handled it. We will get to that next. This is Greeny. You're listening to ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Earlier today on Greeny. It was Paul freaking McCartney. And I did the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, God. I looked over at our section of the pool and yelled to Stace to look over and see what was going on. Thankfully, I didn't yell, hey, Paul McCartney is standing right here, but I may as well have. And everyone at the pool, 50 people, look up and he's kind of got to walk away fast and... The people who he is with are staring at me with exactly the disdain that I deserve. Oh, my God. And I'll tell you, it ruined like two days of my trip. This is Greeny. Oh, God. Just listen to him. (laughs) He wrote this. (laughs) That's I mean, he this is his the, the, the man. What can I say? If you're just joining us, that was the weekly rewind brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. I told the story earlier that on our vacation, <clears throat> Paul McCartney happened to be, I don't know if he was staying there or not, but he was in the same resort that we were for at least, at least long enough that he walked past me. And like a fool, I kind of called attention to it. And I, I'm, I'm never going to get over that. I, I will literally never get over the fact that I did that because he's my favorite person in the world. Like if you had said to me prior to this and still now, um, like who would you most like to meet and talk to and just understand how they how they possibly have done the things they've done in their lives? He would be number one on my list. The two top people would be Paul McCartney and Paul Simon. And I've met Paul Simon. I had an extended um interaction with him uh, purely by uh, his kids and my kids went to the same school together and that was what precipitated it but whatever 
And, and that was extremely positive. Like, I feel so good about my interaction with Paul Simon. And I feel so bad about my interaction with Paul McCartney. And I, it's going to bother me, I think, for a very long so time. So years down the road, <laughs> when you're recounting this unfortunate story to some unfortunate soul, yeah. how will you describe your relationship with Paul McCartney? Would you say that you met Paul McCartney? Because you claim to have met Jennifer Lopez, and you definitely did not meet Jennifer Lopez. So... What would this qualify as? All right, let's be clear about the difference. There's a distinction. The Jennifer Lopez story, and this became, for those of you who are Mike and Mike listeners, you may remember this story, this became a very big deal. We were on the David Letterman show one night, and Jennifer Lopez was the A guest. There's always like an A guest, and then there's a B guest and a band. The, the way it worked in, in the Ed Sullivan Theater back in those days, the B guest, which was always us, and the band... Have we, we have one floor. We have there's a dressing room. There's a floor with two dressing rooms. We're in one of them, and the band, all the way exclusively, always with all kinds of smoke wafting out of it, are in the other dressing room. That's where we would be. Who was your band? Well, we were on the show eleven times, so there were a lot of bands. The day with Jennifer Lopez. The first the one band. was the Killers. Got it. <clears throat> that that was that was an exciting day. But anyway, so that we're up there. The A guest has their own floor. They have their own area because they're usually enormously famous people and they don't want the dopes like the two sports talk guys to come over and bother them. So over the many years we were on, that was Zac Efron. It was Adam Sandler. It was any number of different people. And on this particular occasion, it's Jennifer Lopez. So she's doing her segments and we can watch on the monitor. The show's taped hours before it airs, of course, but we can watch on the monitors. I'm watching J-Lo's segment and it was really good, like the interaction between them. She's very funny. So they were having like this really nice interaction, whatever. And then they come and get us and we get into the elevator and we're going down <clears throat> to the floor where the stage is. And the elevator is me, Mike, <coughs> um, our agent at, and, and Stace was with me. There were, there were probably five or six of us. But I happen to be standing in the front. It's a, imagine if you're standing in an elevator. I happen to be the person that when the door opens, I'm going to be the first one there. That's just randomly. It wasn't selected that way. That's just the way we were standing. And the door opens at the bottom level, and Jennifer Lopez is standing right there. We are face to face. And she's waiting to get on the elevator. And I said, hey, great job out there. And she said nothing. <laughs> and then our group went one way, and her group went the other way, and we went on about it. And the next day, I argued that I've met Jennifer Lopez. And it was debated <coughs> hotly, candidly. I don't know that it was ever settled. But if people ask me if I've ever met Jennifer Lopez, I will say yes, because it was a positive interaction. I mean, it wasn't a negative it was interaction. It was not a positive interaction well, because it wasn't reciprocated. It was, but it wasn't a negative interaction. Like, she wasn't mean. She you, just. Well, I mean, you didn't ask her what her impression was. She might have had a negative impression. She might have, but I don't know that. So I think it's very, like the time that we met Kira Sedgwick on that show, and I said, hey, tell Kevin we said what's up. That, didn't, that wasn't quite as, as well handled. <laughs> You're not perhaps. that good at these. I'm not that good at these. But nothing. There's no way Hemo knows who the Kevin is you're talking about. D- do by you the know way. who Kira Sedgwick is married to? I don't know who she is. Okay. Or he is. <laughs> okay. Kira Sedgwick is Sorry. a famous actress, and she's married to Kevin Bacon. Got it. Do you know either of those people? Yes, Kevin Bacon, I know. Okay, so that's her husband. So when we were on the show, <clears throat> she was on a show then, <clears throat> I want to say called The Closer. Was that the name of the show, Hembo? I mean, uh, Bubba, was that the show she was on? Whatever it was, I she, was so, yeah. she was on a show my wife liked. So my wife was very excited, and she was wearing this cool hat that my wife really liked, and whatever it was, and like we, inter- you know, we walked by each other and said hello and took a picture. 
And then as we were walking our separate ways, I said, hey, tell Kevin we said what's up. Why? And I don't know. It just seemed like the thing to say. And the next day on Mike and Mike, we spent four hours debating whether or not she told Kevin that we said what's up. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the chances are pretty good that she did because here's why. Because I don't know Kevin Bacon, but he might be a sports fan. He probably watched Letterman that night because his wife was on. And when he heard that we were on, he might have said, hey, I, I know those guys from ESPN. I like that show. And she said, oh, actually, they told me to say what's up to you. That's a stretch. I think that could have happened. It could have. I mean, we'll never know. Probably didn't. If, if I should run into Kira Sedgwick, I'll ask her. I should run into Kevin. I'll ask him. <laughs> but the point is, I considered both of those good experiences. Meetings. I, I remember them both fondly. Like, I, I'm happy to tell those stories. They're funny. This one's not funny. Like, this one is just awful. Bubba, what was your question going to be about my McCartney interaction? Well, I was just wondering, because the last time we heard about an interaction <clears throat> with you and someone that you really just loved is, you know, and not necessarily on the same spot, but going back to your childhood, yeah. you loved Henry Winkler. Yeah. And that was a different interaction because you didn't get one. But which, uh -huh. which one, did, you know, are you regretting more? You're oh. regretting the one that you didn't have or the one that you had and was horrible? Oh, I regret this one way more. <laughs> so, so... And what Bubba's talking about, for those who don't know, we were out in San Francisco. Stace came with me to the finals last year, and I was there to do the NBA shows for the NBA finals. Our nephew <coughs> goes to Stanford. So we, one night that we had off, we, we drove down there, and uh, it was a beautiful town, by the way, Palo Alto, California. It was spectacular. <coughs> and we took him and a bunch of his friends out for dinner. And we're in a restaurant, and in walks Henry Winkler. Do you know who that is? He was the Fonz. On Does that mean anything to you? Happy days. Uh, on happy days, yes. Just the Fonz alone is enough, by the way. You don't have to specify where the Fonz was from. We got from. there. I, I was the Fonz, to be clear, I was the Fonz on Halloween three consecutive years. <clears throat> so he walks in, and I decided, I turned to Stacey, and I was like, oh my God, Henry Winkler just walked in, the Fonz is here. And he's with his family, and so I, I don't want to bother him. And so I decide I'm going to stake him out, and when he walks out, I'm going to chase him out the door, <laughs> And I'm just going to tell him how much I love him. Oh, I, don't, I don't need to do anything. You don't want to bother him. I don't want to bother him. I just want to tell him I love you. you I just, I just, I'm not going to look at him and go, eee, or anything like that. I'm not going to do any stupid thing that I'm sure a million people do to him all the time. I'm, I just want to tell him, hey, I just want you to know I'm a huge fan. You're not going to yell in the restaurant and right. say, hey, look who's over here. You're not going to do anything ridiculous like right. that. That's right? what I didn't do. What I didn't do was stand up and say, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I have an announcement to make. The Fonz has just entered the restaurant, which is kind of what I did to Paul McCartney. Oh. So the, the Fonz, and as I said on Twitter the next day, I regret that because I, I, I think I forgot to tell the end of the story. Somehow I missed him. Like somehow he walked out without my seeing. I don't know how I missed it because we were sitting near the door. And yet somehow I missed him. At one point I knew where he was sitting because I, I, mm. I stuck, you know, I did a little stakeout. I saw where he was sitting. And at one point I walked by there. I was like, boy, he's been here a long time. And, and they were gone. So I missed him. And, and I regret that. I am sad that I did not greet Henry Winkler and tell him that I, you know, I idolize him, as, as did pretty much every single person who grew up when I grew up. But it's not nearly as awful as this, Bubs. Not nearly as awful. Like, the Paul McCartney thing is way worse. I, I, will, I will never fully get over it. <laughs> I mean, if that. you got to redo it, if you got yeah. to redo. Oh, I would just be silent. I would just be, be silent to leave the man alone. He's hey, on just vacation. A, uh, head nod, hey, Paul. I would just like, like nod. Yeah. I mean, I, I, might, I might turn to him and just be like, thank you. Like, that's all I would want to say to him is thank you. I agree. Yeah, that's all you got to do. The but. man wrote, let it be.
I mean, and and two hundred other songs that I mean, the man has the man's art means so much to me in my life that it's I can't even put it into words. He might be able to because he's much better with words than I am. But I couldn't. I could never put into words in any context, how much he means to me. Like, and he's, well, I was about to say he's a person I've never met in my life. I guess in theory now I have, and I ruined it. You've not met him. And it sucks. No, I've worse than met him. (laughs) It's way worse than not having met him. Uh, It's just the way I handled it. Okay, we'll come back. We'll do who you got. We got a lot more before we finish up today. Uh, But I'll remind you that NFL wildcard weekend is almost here in the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel America's number one sports book. New customers join today. Get started with $150 and bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with the promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, with the promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or Visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, and West Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming and Kansas or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline. 1-800-889-9778. Nine in Tennessee. Back in a flash on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8 SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Oh, boy. This, of course, is Paul McCartney from the Wings era. And one of the gen... I mean, what can you say? So if you're just joining us, I really don't feel like going through it again. My Paul McCartney interaction was just awful. It was exclusively my fault. I want to make it clear. He did nothing wrong. He did nothing at all, actually. 
except walked past me, and I behaved myself like an idiot. So it's going to bother me for a very long time. Doesn't impact my listening to the music, but here's what I do find. The algorithm on Instagram is interesting to me. So I'm not on TikTok, but what I am is I see Instagram reels, which is basically what people my age see. It's the same TikTok, but I see it two weeks later. Like it's on TikTok, and then two weeks later it's on reels, and that's when I see it. And it figures out the stuff you like. So I would say when I just sort of scroll through reels, Bubba, 50% of it at least is interviews with Beatles and interviews with Seinfeld or, or scenes from Seinfeld, like Seinfeld clips, because it's just figured out those are the things I watch. And the rest of it is just a random assortment of nothingness. <clears throat> but those are the two things I like the most. I met Jerry and it went great. Met, couldn't have gone better when I met Jerry. Couldn't have gone better when I met Larry David. Couldn't have gone better. Went super well in both cases. Paul Simon, ridiculously well. Paul McCartney, not good. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, candidly, it bothers me. All right, before we do who you got, you promised me a statistic, Hembo, and I promised it here. We have numbers, <coughs> excuse me, that suggest the Packers are a stone-cold lead pipe lock Sunday night. What are they? Well, Sunday night is going to mark the fourth time that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have the chance to clinch a playoff spot in their regular season finale with Aaron Rodgers. They're 3-0 and in their first three chances, but we have a much larger data set to pull from that I think demonstrates that this is a lock. This is the lock of the week. So Aaron Rodgers has started 32 games in December and January at Lambeau Field. 32. I want you to guess how many of those games the Packers have won. I mean, how many have they won as opposed to won? Don't, 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 let's not get sidetracked no, You heard on the that. question. Out of the 32? Out of 32. Well, I know they've never, I think he's never lost in December, right? So, so With LaFleur. Oh, that's just the LaFleur stat. I'm going back all the way, back to 2008. So going back to since he became the starter, they've played 32 games with him at home in December and January. 32 games like he's going to play Sunday. 32 games like he's going to play. Explain to me what you mean by that. Meaning with the playoffs at stake? It no. Can't be. Again, 3-0 in those circumstances. Right. But at home, non-playoff games, because mm-hmm. obviously he's lost playoff games at home. We've, we've documented that. The answer is going to be out of those 32 that he is 28-4. and four. He is 28 and four. Okay. How about me? That'll cheer me up and one a little of, bit. One of those four losses, by the way, <coughs> he only played three series because stuff was already clinched. I got you. So they have won 28 out of 31 games they tried to win like this. That place is impossible to play this time of year, and he almost never loses this game. All right. We'll see. Again, I'm, I'm the lone wolf, basically, on Get Up picking Detroit this weekend because um, I, I just think we're, people are selling short what they've done. People talk about, oh, Green Bay was, was sort of uh, out of it. Who was more out of it than Detroit at 1-6? and six? But the psychological factor here plays for me because if Seattle wins earlier in the day, Detroit's playing for only pride. See, that, that I keep forgetting. That changes everything to me. If the Lions have to win if the Lions can get in by winning then I think that makes this an entirely different game to be clear for those who have not followed it Seattle playing a a very winnable game against the Rams though not a lock but a a winnable game if the Seahawks win earlier in the day they're in and the Lions are out regardless actually they're they're not are they in or they 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 just they're in in the event that Green Bay loses if Seattle wins earlier in the day all it means for the late game is that the Lions can't still make the playoff. I got it. So Green Bay, it's Green Bay, then Seattle in the pecking order of things, and then Detroit. Green Bay is the only win and in team among those three. Copy. Okay, so there you have it. That's what's at stake on Sunday. Should be a really interesting weekend as we get back to these games, and we do so with 
I, I think the good feeling, I described it yesterday, is giving yourself sort of emotional and psychological permission to enjoy the football. And I think there is something about knowing that the medical news, all of the updates that we've received, including this morning, on DeMar Hamlin are so positive and so encouraging, and we are so thankful for that, that it will make enjoying the football this weekend, I think, a lot easier to do. That said, it's time for Bubba. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right, I'll say it. Who you got? All right, it's Bubba's chance here. Bubba's got a bunch of questions for me. Some of them are about sports. Some of them are not. And I will decide who I've got with the help of the rest of the hashtag crew. Bubba, take it away. All right, who you got brought to you by Granger. And as always, we start with the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. And Greeny, I don't know if you're aware of what's about to happen here, but this is week 18. And you, my friend, are atop the leaderboard. Oh, my God. So the pressure is on right now. How far ahead am I? You are two games ahead of Freddie and Fitzsimmons, three games ahead of KJM. So we have three games to pick right now. We are going to crown a regular season champion and then reset the records for the playoffs. So there is a lot riding on this. And, yes, the turnaround (laughs) that you've done since the opposite is truly remarkable. Let me very quickly say... The KOD is the most powerful force in the universe. The hashtag KOD, which which is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, make every moment more. At some point this season, I realized I'm just going to start picking the opposite of what I think in every game. If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. And as a result of that, I'm leading (laughs) the entire network. I'm the worst picker of games ever, and this is actually proof of it. I I love it. Okay, what are the three games this weekend? All right, first game, we're going to go Lions-Packers. The Sunday night game, Lions at Packers, and in this one, it's Green Bay minus four and a half. Who you got here? Is there a public lean? Uh, Yes, the Detroit Lions have 82% of the money on their side. Okay, and I think the Lions are going to play great. So this is an easy pick. It is the Packers minus four and a half. I'm fading the public, and more importantly, I'm fading myself. The KOD pick for the Pick'em Challenge, Green Bay minus four and a half. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. All right, Bubs. All right. NFC East style, Cowboys at Commanders, Dallas minus seven. Who you got here? I've been saying all week long that I'm the Cowboys. I'm, I'm resting my starters. I'm not playing... Not putting anybody in harm's way. A, I think I can beat the Commanders this weekend anyway. B, I don't think the Eagles are going to lose. Minus seven is a fairly big number. Is the public anywhere? The public likes Washington. 78% of the public money right. right now. I, I like that. because. Well, I was about to say because I'm kind of leaning Dallas, but that gives me pause. Mm. But I don't feel strongly about it one way or the other. So I'm going to fade the public. The official pick is going to be Cowboys minus seven. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. I just have to not go 0-3, and, and I, I, I can't be passed. Don't think this way. Don't I, think this I way. I can only be tied. I wouldn't be don't think don't this think. way. Who are you talking to? That's all I do is think this way. <laughs> I think negatively. I always consider the negative. Some people are glass half full. Some people are glass half empty. I have like a sip left, okay? So, I mean, I'm just doing the best I can here. Give me one more pick, Bubs. All right, last one. Titans at Jaguars. This game is tomorrow, and it's oh, no. Jacksonville minus six. Who we got here? Oh, no. All right. For the record, Fortinball likes the Titans. I like the Jaguars. Everything is leaning Tennessee then. What does the public say? You're not going to get help here from the public. Right in the middle. 
Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Beautiful. I'm going with Fortinbras. When given the choice between going with Fortinbras or going with me, you definitely go with Fortinbras. I will take the Titans minus six. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Let me ask you a quick question, though, Bubs. For yeah. the purposes of the Pick'em Challenge. Right. Could I refuse to pick games this week, like resting my starters? Just be like, look, I, I, I'm in first place. I don't want to take a chance on risking it. I'm setting my rotation for the postseason and just refuse to pick games this weekend. Can I do that? Is uh, that allowed? Like, I, who's in charge of this? Now, if if you don't submit picks, you get a, you get 0 for 3, which is what Ooh. what what happened to uh, you know Barton Hahn, the show that is no longer with us on the network. They were 0 and 3, 0 and 3. We eventually got rid of them. So yeah, if you were not to submit picks, you go 0 and 3. Can't do that. So we don't want that. I mean, even my picks are better than just a lock of 0-3. Right. So, all right, we'll take it, and we're just going to hang on for dear life here and try and win this thing. Uh, and if we win the Pick'em Challenge, we have to do some sort Do I get anything? Is there a trophy? Is there uh, anything we don't, like that? This is, the, this is the first annual uh, ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge, so we got to figure have that out. Have you ever won anything? No. No. This is going to be huge if you win. Nothing of consequence. I mean, I've never won. What do you mean I've ever won anything? Who are you talking to? You act like you've never met me all of a sudden in this segment. You're asking me to think positively, and then you just ask me if I've ever won anything? You've what been, could I win? You've been picking games on the air for 20 years. You might have one year run into something. Absolutely not. Absolutely. The KOD was born because there was one year where the first 10 playoff games of the season, I went 0-10 against the spread. That's how we created the term KOD. So, I mean, I, I picked I picked a team, Iowa State, to win the national championship, and they got knocked out in the first round by something I didn't even know was a college. No one, and I, they, they like, no one's picks are worse than mine. Until UVA lost, it was the biggest upset in tournament history. I made that happen. You're welcome. Uh, all right, Bubba, what other questions have you got? All right, who you got brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, call clickranger.com or just stop by. And now we have to get to the most important stuff of the day because I don't know if you're aware, but I'm certainly aware, Mega Millions is up to $940 million. So we have to bring back the hashtag Greeny lottery pool. So I know that means I'm in, and I know that means you're in, Greeny. And we can get back Nuno, and we can get back Leo. And I'm sure Hembo's out, but I think it's time to figure out right now what type of person Cam is going to be. Mm. We have a new member of the staff here, hashtag Cam. So we need to know right now, is Cam like us or is he like Hembo? What kind of person is Cam? Is he going to join the Greeny Lottery Pool, $10, or is he going to be like Hembo? And not join. What's the what's, what's the, the answer, here? Cam? Well, I root for all the same teams Hembo does, but I'm not on his team here. I will I will join the lottery pool because I want to be rich. Sell out, boy. The I'm more sorry, I look Hembo. at Cam, the more you look like a Jonas brother. I we mean, we do it's this really every eerie. day, man. <laughs> no, no, but it's it's eerie. The angle at which you are sitting today, what you're wearing, the stubble, like everything, you look exactly. You look you right now. You look exactly. I've got pictures of the Jonas brothers in my phone because, Whoa. of course, I do. And and I could show you a picture. I'm telling you. Right now, you look you look like a combination of Joe and Kevin. Um, so I've already lost track of what you said you were going to do. Is he in or out on the on the lottery? I'm in, and so are Joe and Kevin. All right, so we're in. So the, the, the three of us are in on the lottery, and there's nothing I want more than to win $940 million and Hembo not to get any of it and his wife to leave him as a result of it. His <laughs> wife, Lizzie, when we went through this before, is furious that we're not in on this. So I feel great about our chances. Well, realistically, Bubba, we're in the, the lottery. Our chances of winning are what, like 20%, something like that? Yeah, I think like... 
Between 15 and 20. 15, yeah. 20%. I can't believe you're going to miss out on that, Hembo. So we're in on the lottery. All right, what else you got? All right, 48 years ago <laughs> today, Wheel of Fortune debuted on NBC, originally a daytime show with Chuck Woolery, then Patty S. took over in 1981. So were you a Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune person? Who you got? Oh, absolutely Jeopardy. I, I like Jeopardy a lot. Like Jeopardy is something that... It doesn't usually occur to me to watch. I don't go out of my, I don't think to myself, oh, I'm going to watch Jeopardy. But if I'm switching through the channels and Jeopardy is on, I never don't watch it to the end. Never. Never. Do you? I love Jeopardy. Yeah. And I don't watch Wheel of Fortune. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've, I like Wheel of Fortune, but it's, it's more, I like Jeopardy way better. All right. Time for one more, Bubba. Go. All right. 59 years ago tomorrow, Nicholas Kim Coppola was born. You may know him as Nicholas Cage. Oh. So who you got as your favorite Nick Cage movie. A lot of options for old Nick Cage. That's an interesting question. So I'm trying to think of the, what are his, is really big, I mean, people love that movie Roadhouse. He made all those American or National Treasure, whatever those are yeah. called, but I, well, I, I, never saw any of, I never saw any of them. He won an Oscar, I think, for Leaving Las Vegas. That, that's what came to my mind, was Leaving Las Vegas. But the, I mean, clearly, The Rock, Face Off, Con Air, that's where he really... Uh, right. Face-Off is the one I was thinking of, the one with John Travolta. I couldn't remember I the mean, name of it. Face-Off is unbelievable. I like that movie. So I'm going to go... I don't know what... Hembo, have you ever seen any movie with Nicolas Cage in it? None of the movies you just mentioned. If I, I showed seen. you a picture of Nicolas Cage, would you know it was him? He's on the screen right now. Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> Um, but I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen a movie uh, of Take his. Hembo's Face-Off. How does he not know National Treasure? I, I will, I've just never seen it. I, I know the movie. Oh, I mean, Hembo. No, no, Hembo doesn't know anything. He only <laughs> pretended to know who Paul McCartney was today. How about The Sixth Sense? Isn't he in The Sixth Sense? No, that's Bruce Willis. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say, say Face Off. Uh, Great choice. I mean, The Rock also phenomenal. Well played. Well done, everybody, today. Uh, what a week. Uh, really unlike almost any that we've seen in a really long time. Seems to be ending about as well as we could hope. Have a wonderful weekend. See you Monday. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.